This is Jay Knows MMA. Ever since Justin Gaethje made his UFC debut two years ago against Michael Johnson and proceeded to give us the fight of the year for 2017, he has been a hot commodity in the UFC. Even though after that fateful debut he went on to lose two in a row, it absolutely had no hindrance on his stock nor his position as a headlining fighter for the promotion. It's a pretty rare circumstance that any fighter goes on a two-fight losing skid, but there's absolutely zero hesitation by the promotion to throw them right back in the main event slot. His lone two losses came to a former champion and a former interim champion. And although he was handed a KO slash TKO loss in each of them, he still earned fight of the night in both contests. So no doubt that has something to do with his stock not declining in the slightest. But the main reason for it comes down to the performances. Gaethje has proven time and time again what he's all about. A lot of people like to play the no fear slash tough guy persona of being perfectly willing to stand inside the pocket and throw strikes with reckless abandon until somebody falls. But very, very few actually stay true to that claim. And who could blame them? The prospect of doing such a thing is terrifying for even elite level mixed martial artists. Not Justin Gaethje though. This is a guy that the vast majority of the fan base has absolutely no inclination whatsoever that he's been wrestling since he was four years old, was a two-time Arizona State champion in high school, and an NCAA Division I All-American during his time at the University of Northern Colorado. But how could you know? Wrestling-based MMA fighters aren't typically known to be human highlight reels, especially not at the level Gaethje is. This is just one of the qualities he possesses that makes him an outlier. Has an NCAA Division I All-American title? And I've never seen this guy grapple for 15 seconds in my entire life. That's because he opts to give the fans what they want to see. With intense aggression and the ability to absorb an impossible amount of damage. To the point to where it becomes a little uncomfortable to watch. He never ever falls back on his wrestling. Even when on the wrong end of a striking exchange. In moments that would not only save him physically, but potentially be the difference between winning and losing a round. He just stands his ground and takes his chances of being able to hit the target, which he often ends up doing a lot, by the way. Take one look at his record. With 21 wins, 18 of them come by KO or TKO. Gaethje has always been a very notable fighter in this game. He came from WSOF as the lightweight champion, with an undefeated record of 17-0 and with a whole lot of hype behind him. He showed up and met all that hype. Now he finds himself on a three-fight win streak, all coming by first-round knockout. Like I said, Gaethje was always a very notable top-level talent in this game. But with his recent dispatching of Donald Cowboy Cerrone this past weekend, Gaethje has officially arrived. And with that, there are only two possible fights that the highlights should be taking. I know I'm not saying anything here that most everybody else hasn't said already this week, but I think it's worth reiterating, just for the sake of not losing sight of what's deserved. When Khabib Nurmagomedov stopped Dustin Poirier in Abu Dhabi, order in the lightweight division was restored. The most talent-rich division in the promotion has long been in disarray, and after a very long time of interim title fights seemingly every other weekend, we now have an undisputed champion, and without question, the rightful next challenger is Tony Ferguson. By rights, Justin Gaethje should either be next in line to take on the winner of Khabib and Ferguson, or, and God forbid, should Ferg and Khabib fall through for the fifth time, that spot belongs to Gaethje. He's earned it. 
If Gaethje doesn't want to wait for a fight, and let's be honest, not presumptuous here, Khabib and Tony isn't even booked yet. So the prospect of waiting to take on the winner of a fight that isn't even booked yet just might not be appealing to Gaethje. That's a really long, extended layoff for a fighter who's always quite active. There is one, and I mean just one other fight out there for Gaethje, and that's against Conor McGregor. In fact, the fight to make is Justin Gaethje versus Conor McGregor. I know everybody jumps to the out-of-the-cage antics and the drama that would come with the build-up and the promotion of that fight, but to hell with all that nonsense. Stylistically, and at this point in their respective careers, Gaethje versus McGregor is one of the most entertaining fights the UFC could put on right now. And I don't mean promotional-wise, I mean actual fight-wise. The contest itself. Persona and out-of-the-cage character aside, Conor McGregor is one of the funnest strikers to watch. He can end a fight against anyone with his impeccable timing and devastating left hand, and he's a fast starter, the same way Gaethje is. These two getting locked in the cage together would be pandemonium, and it would be the pandemonium we all deserve. If it wasn't for all the unknowns surrounding McGregor, this would be the fight that I would absolutely love to see booked next. Whether it's McGregor or the winner of Ferguson and Khabib, Justin Gaethje has earned his spot. It's really awesome that the UFC has made him the headliner four times in a row now, but we're at this point now where it's time for the highlight to headline a pay-per-view. Gaethje versus Ferg and Khabib winner, or Gaethje versus McGregor, or nothing at all.